Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 263. On this episode, we're going to be talking about my Rage 2 review. Also going to be talking about the NCAA looking into compensating players for their name and likeness. Motherfucker right! I wonder if we're going to get NCAA back into game mode. Bro, bro. It would be crazy. Then we're going to be talking about Activision not being at E3, Skull and Bones not being at E3, Odd World, Gears 5, Last of Us Part 2, Mortal Kombat the movie, and much more, as well as Microsoft and Sony working together. <laughs> right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. guys welcome back to another episode of the second opinion podcast it's been a crazy week not only has uh, our scheduling not really worked out the best but we got hit super hard with a crazy storm last night um and put off the show again because not only did we kind of lose power for a little bit but bolts was all over the fucking place of East Texas <laughs> in the fucking story. <laughs> it was crazy. So I am joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, man? What's up, dog? Everything been okay outside of the craziness? Man, it is what it is. It's going, flowing, slowing. It's all good, bro. <laughs> going, flowing, and slowing. Um, so let's go ahead and get down into it. What have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? I know this, I've got a feeling that yours is going to be the same as it was last week. But. Bro, look. Okay. No, actually, um, what have I been drinking while I've been gaming? Honestly, um, I'm right now I'm actually drinking this Dr. Pepper uh, Blackberry or Darkberry edition. Oh, yeah. It tastes exactly like Dr. Pepper with a the, little berry hint. There's like a very small hint of berry. Yeah, it tastes like you know, it tastes like a blackberry, oh, you know, okay. basically. Um, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, I have slowed down on the on the drinking of the vodka because everything has calmed down. <laughs> Everything is soothing out like it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, I, I started playing The Sims the other day. Yeah. Um, Sims on, like Sims 4? Yeah. Sims yeah, 3? Yeah, on the PlayStation. Oh, okay. Started playing that a little bit. Um, I haven't played really much of anything else because I just, I haven't had the time. Uh, I may have more time in the near future. <laughs> yeah. Man, <have. laughs> you never know. Right. So we'll see where that goes. Okay. Um, but I'm watching a shit ton of anime. Um, I, I just finished. Um, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, which was really which is really really good. I just say finish watching it. It's um it's on Crunchyroll simulcast. So okay, um, but it's really good. Um, I, I I finally picked back up Goblin Slayer. I'm on episode five oh, now. Yes. Um, and that first that first episode, bro. Bro. Oh my jeez, it is I can, a messed I can, up. Can barely watch that Dude, first episode. Just to let you guys know, going into this, um. Uh, if you want to watch Goblin Slayer, it's it's a great anime, but just fair warning, there is um, there is some simu- crude shit going simulated, on. Simulated um, rape scenes, rape scenes of goblins um, and women, uh, like goblins and it's, human women. It's rough. It's rough. It is super rough. So um, 
yeah, but you know, like I said, I picked that back up. I'm on episode five, um, which is it's 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 fucking great as yeah. usual. Um, but that's yeah, that's what I've been doing lately, man. Okay, cool. Well, you know me, man. I'm drinking my Stone Ripper. Dude, that sounds like a sex move. A rip and swell of juicy <laughs> That hops. right there is definitely a say. The that, rip, that and swell, rip and swell. Rip it and watch it swell. Rip and swell. <laughs> oh, my God. That is horrible. <laughs> we're not talking about the Goblin Slayer either. Yeah, yeah we're not. <laughs> uh, so, um, Stone Ripper, make sure to check it out. It's a really nice... Um, I hate you bulls. No, you don't. Uh, it, it's it's a great beer. So definitely make sure to check it out. It's a San Diego Pale Ale. So, um, but gaming wise, as you guys know, <laughs> fusion. <laughs> no, nothing with Dragon Ball. I've been gaming a lot. Uh, just finally, uh, I got done with my Rage Two review. So definitely make sure to head on over to Cinelinks.com and check that out. We are going to be talking about that in just a minute. Um, I've also been playing. Uh, Bro, super crazy, dude. I have been on a Star Wars kick because it is the as of like today is the twentieth anniversary of the Phantom Menace. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, if you head over to Cinelinks.com and check out um, the great videos that uh, Jordan has been doing, he's been uh, for the last. A uh, couple of weeks he's been doing. Uh, he seems like a big Star Wars guy. He is. Oh, <laughs> seems like. <laughs> he has a huge. It's funny because he has a huge collection of Star Wars items. I love so, you, Jordan. I don't uh, even know you, bro, amazing. and I love you. He's amazing. Um, so uh, he has been doing 20 years of the Phantom Menace gaming. So basically, like you know, every week he's been doing. Um, He's been doing another video of the Phantom Menace. We got another one coming, I think, this coming up week, episode four. But, like, right now, the latest one, uh, he played uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace Jedi Power Battles. Um, so, I th I don't know what this is on. Um, I think that it was on... Let me see. Jedi Power... It was on PlayStation. Jedi Power Battles was on PlayStation, and it doesn't look the greatest i'm not gonna lie but my dude holds through and plays it so because of this um because of the you know celebration of the phantom menace and all this other stuff um i got back into star wars battlefront 2 and i'm gonna tell you right now bro the best feature of this game heroes versus villains it is by far what I have wanted from a Star Wars game for quite some time, dude. It is honestly, it's so freaking fun, dude. Like yesterday I was playing um, and it was like <laughs> the mode that I was playing, it was in Heroes versus Villains, I was on the light side and I think I was Obi-Wan. Um, you know, they just released... <coughs> They just released a bunch of new characters. There's Obi-Wan. There's um, there's Anakin Skywalker uh, right before he turns to the dark side. There's uh, Count Dooku. Uh, then there's... Uh, oh, bro. Come on, Bolts. What's his name? What? Uh, for uh, General Grievous. Oh. Um, you know, so they released all these new characters. But uh, I was Rey. Uh, or no, I was Obi-Wan. Someone else was Rey. And then someone was Anakin. And someone was Luke. Um, so you can have eight-player battles. And then, like, on the other team, it was Grievous, um, Dooku, Darth Vader, and Darth Maul. <coughs> so this whole time, bro, like, like you have 
a total of eight Jedi's all battling it out in like you know um, I can't remember where we were. It was Tatooine, I think. But it was so awesome, man. Oh my god, it was so much fun. Um, and I went back through and started playing the Galactic uh, um, Galactic multiplayer mode, uh, which is the Clone Wars and all that stuff, which they've added because you know fans really wanted it. <laughs> so. It's just a beautiful game, bro. It's such a beautiful game. Um, but that also made me re-download two games, Star Wars Pod Racers Revenge and Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. And I was playing Jedi Starfighter the other day, and it's just, it's okay. It's a great game, but, like, I don't think it's aged very well. Um, but Pod Racer Revenge definitely has. Or Racer's Revenge is, is oh, my God. Such a such such a good game. So, moving into games, uh, <clears throat> other games that I've played, just real quick, I uh, played um, Team Sonic Racing, which is a really fun game, um, and my review for that will actually be up on Wednesday. Um, my uh, I got the game, and I haven't really had a huge amount of time to dive into it, but the time that I have. Um, I've really enjoyed my time with it, and I would go as far as saying it rivals Mario Kart. Come at me, Mario. It's all good. Uh, of course, I've played Rage 2. Uh, I'm really, really in love with this game. I had so much fun. Uh, and real quick, guys, uh, I'm going to let you guys listen to my Rage 2 review. So I hope you enjoy it. It has been some time since we visited the wasteland of Rage. Even though Rage 1 was a bit of a disappointment in the story department, I still felt like it was a beautiful and fun game. The gaming landscape has changed over the years and with that, gamers now demand more. With the help of its software, Avalanche Sweden has finally done it. Pulling resources from games like Doom and Mad Max, both studios have come together to make one of the most entertaining, open-world, first-person shooter games that I have ever played, Rage 2. Let's dive in. As most of you may know, I'm usually all about the story in a game. With studios like id Software and Avalanche, I was expecting the game to have a huge, deep story. But that's not the case. Rage 2 is set 30 years after the first game, and you play Walker, the last ranger of the wilds. It is your job to take on the Authority and many other clans to take back the control of this world. While there is more story in Rage 2 compared to the previous game, it's how the story is told that holds the game back from being a great story-driven experience. As I played through the story missions, I found myself playing the game with no care, wreaking havoc on enemies, exploring the world, and doing side missions before I completed the main story. For some completionists, this may be a normal process, but for me, it is not. Most of the time, if a story is gripping enough, I will play it from start to finish without touching a side mission, especially if I don't have to. Though the story isn't horrible, the pacing and overall plot was just okay. With games like Mad Max, Doom, and Wolfenstein coming from these devs, I know the story could have been better, but instead I felt like I was watching a straight-to-Netflix movie that was made by two of my favorite directors. Throughout the story, you'll take on bandit clans who are some of the coolest enemies I have faced in a game. You have the Goon Squad, the Immortal Shrouded, the River Hogs, Abandoned Mutants, and of course, the Authority. All these clans will try and stop you from taking back the world no matter the cost, and they all fight differently. The clans like the Goon Squad and Mutants always seem to fight in packs, while the Authority, River Hogs, and Immortal Shrouded fight in a bit more spread it out with different tactics. 
Of all the enemies I found, the Immortal Shrouded is by far the most difficult to face in Rage 2, with their abilities to cloak with ninja-like moves, bullet reflection, and pretty heavy armor. Though they were tough, it really added diversity to the characters and made taking these different clans on way less repetitive. I wish the story was a bit meatier, but with all that said, the voice acting was pretty solid and pulled me back into the story. I chose to play as the male walker who was voiced by Sam Regal, best known for playing Teddy in Persona 4, and I really enjoyed the way he presented his character in this game. Though there were some problems with the NPC's quality of voice acting, Sam vibed really well with the game and made me feel a better connection to my character as I was playing it. There's also the option to use voice packs in the cheat section of the game and I suggest you use it. I'm sure in the coming months we'll have more voices, but right now my favorite voice to use is of course Tim Kitzrow. Unless you've been hiding under a rock for the last 20 years, Tim is a voice and announcer from NBA Jam. There's nothing better than catching a bandit on fire and hearing Tim yell, he's on fire! The world of Rage 2 is vast and beautiful with six different sections to explore. These sections come with different land types and people to interact with. First Wage was very bland and begged for more life. In Rage 2, I received exactly what I wanted. Beautiful and varied areas flooded with life and color more than I ever expected. Without a doubt, the environmental upgrades in this game are one of the strongest elements of Rage 2. When you first start exploring the map, you can literally go to any location and do whatever you see fit. There are six different locations that actually feel like their own little worlds. You have the wilds, wetlands, torb plains, broken tracks, twisted canyons, and the dune seas. Every area on the map is unique and feels like a huge improvement from the previous game. As I was exploring the map, I started noticing the love and care that was put into every detail of this crazy world that is Rage 2. Yes, this is a post-apocalyptic world, but id Software and Avalanche have ensured that this is more than a run-of-the-mill apocalyptic setting. It has been 30 years since the events of the first game, so the world has changed and civilization has began to grow. I love driving from one area of the map to another, finding beautiful landscapes, walking around and exploring the life and the chaos of this world. There were so many times I used the photo mode to capture breathtaking areas, battle moments, and even how the sky looked at certain points throughout my playthrough. Truly, the attention to detail in this game made me appreciate the development team even more. They really did want Rage 2 to be an over-the-top, beautiful game, and they hit a home run with this title. With most open world games, you have the ability to upgrade your character with a skill tree and sometimes it just doesn't seem to affect the gameplay that much. That is not the case in Rage 2. You start the game as a very basic soldier that can unlock skills in the project section that add things like speed, higher jumps, less fall damage, and more. These projects are all themed to four story NPCs that help you along your way. There are even unlockable skills for your weapons, vehicles, and nanotrites that will make said items and abilities more powerful. The cooldown can even become quicker and they become easier to use. All these added skills help the game go from a normal FPS title to the wildest, fastest, craziest first person shooter that I've played in years. The nanotripe powers you can use in the game are insane. There are a total of 11 abilities to unlock, and some of them are so powerful, it even makes you feel godlike. 
Two of my favorite Nana tries to use are Shatter and Slam, but if you use both of these at the right time during a fight, these can turn the tide of a very crazy battle in your favor really quickly. I've upgraded these two nanotrites to the fullest extent and can now destroy an enemy with the palm of my hand or I also have the ability of jumping extremely high in the air with slam, slamming down and destroying a huge group of enemies all at one time. This right here is the reason why Rage 2 is a great game. Not only is the world open and beautiful, but it also is a high octane madhouse of fun. The best way I could describe the game is if Doom and Mad Max had a drug-fueled baby that was raised by a post-apocalyptic Vin Diesel. Speaking of Mr. Diesel, the driving in the game is extremely improved upon from the previous title. And it seems like we're constantly going back to that same exact statement of it's better, better, and better. And that's the reason why this game is so amazing because every aspect of this game has been updated and is better than the previous game. As you progress through the game, you'll find a large amount of vehicles that can be driven. There are so many games that launch and are said to be open world, but small details like driving a random car isn't placed in the game. Avalanche Sweden has a lot of experience with this style of gameplay coming off making games like Mad Max and Just Cause 4. Thus, Rage 2 features a wide variety of vehicles across a vast map and they are all drivable. That's right, if you find them in the game, you can drive them. You can also upgrade the vehicles to have more speed, armor, firepower, and more to help you take on this vicious world and its crazy convoys. That is right, guys. Convoys from the game Mad Max have been merged into this world, and the convoys are heavily guarded groups of vehicles with huge fortress vehicles leading them. If you destroy these convoys, you get a ton of parts to help upgrade your vehicle. Facing off against motorbikes, shielded turret mounted cars, and more is a crazy fun way to upgrade your cars and make your drive even safer. My time with Rage 2 has been a lot more than what I expected it to be. Although the story was a bit lacking, the gameplay, level design, and voice acting made up for what the story mode did not give me. Rage 2 is the craziest, most action-packed game on the market, and it's definitely worth a playthrough. I've had so much fun with this game, and I plan on spending a lot more time with it over the next few months as we see new world events and DLC released for the game. Thank you, Bethesda, id Software, Avalanche Sweden, for giving us the chance to review this game, and please, guys, make sure to check us out at Centileaks.com. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that review. I gave it a 4.4 out of 5. Such a great game. Um, you know, the story's a little bit lacking, but the, the overall gameplay is just, I mean, it's really, really fun from start to finish. If you were a Doom fan or a Wolfenstein fan or even a Mad Max fan uh, that kind of enjoys first-person shooters, then you'll really like this game. So definitely make sure to check it out. But other games uh, coming soon, uh, which before we get into the game news, we're going to talk about that. We got Team Sonic Racing, which is coming out to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Got to give a big shout-out to my dude over at Sega, which I'm not going <laughs> to say his name. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but good friend of mine that is a community manager over at Sega uh, reached out to us today 
and uh, gave us the opportunity of reviewing this game. I've seen some of the early reviews, and it actually looks to be a pretty fun um, racing game. So um, we will be doing a review for it on CineLeaks.com, provided by Sega. So big shout-outs to, the, to them for hitting us up and letting us review this title. The game does launch May 21st, and I plan on trying to have my review done um, by Tuesday or Wednesday. It'll probably be Wednesday. So... Um, also, shout-outs to Sega again, uh, gave us the opportunity of reviewing Total War Three Kingdoms. Um, it is a strategy game coming out to PC. If you've never heard of Total War, where have you been for all these years? So um, it's coming out May 23rd, and we'll be doing a review for that as well. So yet again, big shout-outs to Sega for thinking of us little people. Walt just chewing on his Yeah, I'll chew the shit out of my fingernails. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But anyways, so... I was, like, zoned out looking at the computer told, screen. Dude, I was, like, was, was, like, drool running down his mouth. He's like... <sighs> Uh, but for real, uh, thank you guys so much for thinking about us uh, over at CineLeaks.com and Second Opinion Productions. Um, we will have our reviews up very soon, um, and I'm really excited to check out Team Sonic Racing. We'll have someone else on uh, CineLeaks checking out Total War, but I'm a been a big Total War fan for quite some time. So let's go ahead and get down into some gaming news so this is more kind of less uh rumor mill stuff but this guy celeb i don't know what he was thinking by posting this article but uh recent doom eternal concept art might tease the heaven versus hell battle that we've always wanted to see in a doom game so during last year's quakecon we had the great opportunity of checking out the uh reveal gameplay of doom eternal bolts and i were at quakecon when uh this was shown off it was glorious it was the best thing about it it was unbelievable i mean dude i'm i'm serious i i, I was there for the original doom 2016 gameplay reveal and i was just shocked jaw hit the floor this time it was double that i mean it was constant crazy fast-paced action blood gore everything you ever wanted to see in a doom and the game. biggest thing i'm waiting for is whenever you're playing through the main mission and i jump in that bitch as a demon and start oh, wrecking your yeah. shit because yeah. that's what i'm gonna be do doing invasion that's what too. the fuck i'm gonna be doing yeah, like, like there's the not gonna be multiplayer in the game there is gonna be the invasion mode but there's not gonna be a a typical multiplayer I'm gonna fuck so your shit up bro bring it on bro i'm Would ready you like my <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the meat hooks um so uh you know, outside of seeing that, we got to sit down with the game director, Marty Stratton, and creative director, Hugo Martin. Great people. Love you, dude. Great people, man. Really, really awesome people. So, um, as a resident Doom fan, uh, during the presentation, I noticed some concept art that looked a bit different from the normal Hell style of gameplay and, you know, visuals. And it was this type of lighter, brighter, almost angelic-looking visual. And... Now, uh, you know, Bolts, you can see it right now. Um, it is like a real kind of like white and gold kind of like burgundy mix. Bur yeah, burgundy mix. And you can see this one little character to the left. He has like an angelic look to him. Mm -hmm. So got a, he, got a scepter. And scepter stuff. and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I brought this up to uh, Hugo and Marty and uh, Hugo was excited about the question he was very excited <laughs> and uh, this is what they had to say your question so okay campaign and lore aspects is one thing that we saw today there's going to be more lore and doom eternal than 
probably any Doom game in a while. Um, we've seen like heaven, or, or well, we've seen hell on earth and all this other stuff. But like, are we going to see like this battle between like good and evil? Like, or, I saw in some of the lore uh, uh, concept arts, it, it was kind of more of a brighter aspect of things. Are we going to see like angelic type of stuff in this as well? You're going to have to wait. <laughs> but uh, I'll. T- I mean, like I, I, I may have to throw a net over you. <laughs> As I want to talk, <laughs> I want to say everything. I saw it. And I, I, that was a question I, I, we came Good. up with before, and I was like, I was like, man, I want to see heaven versus hell, dude. I want to see because it's 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 fantastic where y'all are going. So I know he's chomping at the bit over yeah. there. <laughs> there's there's a, there's a lot there's a lot there, and and uh, it's maybe it, it we really don't intend for it to be mean when we do it, but we do we do want people asking yeah. those kinds of questions. Yeah. We want people debating things online and yeah, and yeah. actually even going back to, to Doom totally. 2016 and, yeah. and playing through and being like, you know what, I blasted through it the first time, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to the Slayer Testaments or I'm going to read some of the Codex and I, you know, I'm going to understand, at least within that context, what was there because this is this is building on that stuff and, and we're going to yeah. be answering questions, asking new ones um, and, and really uh, it's it's fun, like we, we really... It is. The, the guys put a ton of thought into we don't, it. We don't, that lore in 2016, that, that, we're not doing, uh, you know, where we, we, we say a bunch of stuff and then, and, and then don't, like, continue the story or it's not connected. Or we just, oh, yeah, that doesn't count anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think uh, we said a lot of things in 2016 uh, about the Slayer and how he got his power and stuff like that and the legend of, of the Doom Slayer. So, like, yeah, I, I think it's going to be worth uh, people's time quite a bit. So as you can tell, you know, there's a little bit of uh, hesitancy, especially since they said they couldn't really comment on it. But in this concept art, as I said, it kind of looks like heaven or an angelic style of stuff. I don't know. Um, Not really. I guess I wouldn't say heaven because that's like a metal ass heaven. Like (laughs) I shared this. I shared this um, this article actually in the Doom Facebook page. Uh, <coughs> and I got some pretty interesting um, comments in here. Um, we had one dude that just commented on there. He said, that's metal as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy said, uh, as long as angels die in a bloody heap, then I'm fine with this. One guy actually said, so I cry when angels deserve to die. die. <laughs> um, but there was a couple other people on here that said, it was awesome news. One guy commented on here said, I knew it. I knew it had an angelic look. Someone else said that would be a really sick concept. So, um, And big shout-out to everybody that's been looking. I've had a good couple of hits on this article. But the reason why this was brought up <coughs> is because the Doom Twitter page tweeted out another concept art. And all it says is Doom Hellgate concept art or doom eternal hellgate concept art so this looks like the front entrance of what i can only it's, see it's, of like it's, it's satan's the, lair you, it's the blind gate of mordor that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well like it has you know it has a pentagram it has like all this hellfire around it you know i mean it's probably the most organized thing that we've seen in the doom <laughs> and hell world truth. um so <clears throat> as you guys know in the last game this is a relaunch of Doom. This is a relaunch of like the story and all that stuff. So this is the most 
lore they have ever put in a Doom game. And with Doom Eternal, it's not going to stop. There's going to be even more lore than they've ever had before. Uh, and I'm very excited. I, so I can definitely see this game running like a six-part series. Like I mean, for the, oh, ne bro, for yes. the next tw for the next 20 years. I am down. I'm I just am saying. So down. So, but what's crazy is you know it, it just looks like the front part of a palace and you know you see this demonic horned figure and then under it there's the pentagram and it almost looks like a like a satanic church or a demonic right. church yeah. um so it says the Hellgate, um and as i said in the article i said could this Hellgate be a place for just an entry of a level or will we see the doomslayer take on the devil himself you know what i don't think it'll be the devil himself but it's gonna be like the leader of all I was, demons I could, I could see like generals or even brothers of of the devil you know what yeah I'm saying? something like that oh dude I'm, I'm so excited i'm so ready to see what they have but this is only speculation none of this is confirmed or denied this is all concept art but as you heard in that audio hopes and dreams i'm telling you as you heard in that audio man it i don't know marty was really or marty hugo, hugo. was really wanting he to say was. something he was man. ready to talk he said it. like marty said he said i just want to kind of you know throw a net over hugo he's like i just want to say everything <laughs> That's what I love about Hugo and Marty. They're so chill and they're they're so excited to work on this. And um, I'm, I'm very ready to see. So as I said, this is only speculation, but we're hoping to find out more about Doom Eternal uh, at E3 2019. And of course, QuakeCon 2019. We'll be at both events and we plan on doing some live tweeting, pictures, and much more. So definitely make sure to check us out on the social medias. Okay. Okay. So, Bolts. What? This is some big news, man. Let me tell you This something. next article. Just you hush. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Um, this, next, this next piece of information that we will discuss with you. Um, NCAA is looking into the athlete, athlete compensation for player name and likeness usage. So, what that means is... Within hopefully the next five years, I'm gonna say five years because I'm because I'm that's, gonna, a, that's a good because because they've got to work because that's a lot of money to give out. It is, you know. So uh, with with EA, NCAA, all these people trying to trying to compromise to get these likenesses for these players to use somehow, some way for these players to get paid. I don't I don't know how they can do this or whatnot because college athletes can't be paid. For, for for the usage of them, yeah, which is kind of idiotic because the NCAA, whether it's football, basketball, softball, gymnastics, whatever it is, is a huge billion dollar platform. It is, and I strongly, strongly agree that these athletes who are being who are out there on a daily basis putting their faces out there for these universities should get paid, compensated somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, yes, I know most of these cats are there to play their sport so they can go on to the next level. And they're also there to get an education, which is a thousand dollars, thousands, multiple thousands of dollars of education. Absolutely. But I guarantee you 50% of these athletes are not even there for that. Yeah. They're there because they have to take the classes, but they're there to be the top athlete in their sport, to be the best so they can go on to the to the to the MLB, to the <laughs> NBA, to the WNBA, to to where the ever? MLS, where the fuck ever, the NFL, all this jazz. Mm -hmm. That's where they want to be. They're, that's why they're taking basket weaving and 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 crocheting and shit in college because they, that's what they're there for. Yeah. 
Now, some of these athletes are absolutely there to get their education and play the sport. I mean, yeah. you have you have huge, huge, multiple, multiple athletes that are that are academic scholarships are you know rocket you know engineers and doing this and doing that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these athletes, even after they come out of college, they go back and get their degree, which is more props to them. But in the time being, as they're using their bodies. They're taking the punishment day in and day out, you know, yep. 365 days a year. Their bodies are on the line for this university. They should be paid somehow, some way to compensate for the pains, the bruises, the blood, the sweat, the tears, all of that jazz. Totally agree. Because their their, their, their bodies can only hold up for so long. Yep. So back to, the, back, back to NCAA and EA trying to figure out how to, this needs to happen. We haven't had a game since 2013, and you you can still go can out. Can you believe it has been – how long is that? Six Seven years. years? Six years. Six years. What? Six I don't know years. how to add. No, you're fine. <laughs> and, 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 and the sad part about it, if you go out and try to find NCAA – You can't find it. You can't find it, and when you do, you're still paying 50 bucks for it. Bro, the – That's used. When was that? You and me were actually at GameStop – Sometime in the recent past, but like the the 2013 <clears throat> version of NCAA, it was like 40, 48 bucks. Yes, yes. So, so crazy. But NCAA, the college football is 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 in huge demand. Many yeah. of us were completely upset because I don't play Madden. I play college football. Yeah, um, I, I play Madden just right. because there is right. no college football. But you and me. And, like, even all the friends that I used to really, like, game with whenever I was in high school stuff, all we did was play NCAA. And and that's where it's at. It was just – it was so much more fun. Yeah. It was so much more live, you know, because the college – that they over the past few years, they started to put more of the college atmosphere in there. Yeah. You know, along with the – you know, the, the fans, like the, the stands. Like the just, just lit tidbits and stuff like that. And it was just so much more entertainment, entertaining. And if they can somehow, some way – Fix this where each player gets a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, it's two hundred bucks in their pocket that they didn't have. Yeah. So they need to figure out something because it's. I, I I think EA personally as a company has missed this more than anything. I agree. I really agree. And as what Bolt said, I am <clears> super <throat> excited for a resurgence of an NCAA football game. I really am, dude. I want it to happen, even if it's not Electronic Arts, if it's somebody else. I mean. What if they got uh? Would, would you would you buy it if they signed a deal with two K? Probably not. Why? Because two uh, K. You don't remember two K two K football? Yeah, but that's that was a whole other NFL two K or whatever. Yeah, it was. I mean back then that compared it to, was badass. It was time. badass because because uh, the first two K game was on the Dreamcast, which was seventeen times above when it needed to oh, be yeah, out, it and it was fucking great. Yeah. All right, I forgot and, it was but, in the dream but but I will say this: EA making football games, they uh, just they're just good. It's at it. it's just what they do. Yeah, and 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 they just it, EA needs to do this, and they need to do it quick. NCAA <laughs> needs to get on board as well. They need to get this shit going because I know many 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 fans miss this because I don't know. Oh, yeah. so, most of you guys have played it. Some of you haven't. The, one of the greatest things is you could bridge the NCAA rosters over to the NFL rosters. Yeah. Download and draft the players that you have. You know, you can you you can you can basically start your your, your even if you did like create a player, you start from the the college high school. I mean, from the high school, mm-hmm. then you get then you go to college, and then you can get drafted by the NFL. It was just 
it was it was just a great transition, you know. Yeah. Because Madden usually came out in September, NCAA came out in August. You know, you had that bridge, and it was just it needs to happen, and he's not now sooner rather than later. Yeah. I super agree, man. Um, and I'm excited to for what is to come. So, um, so next up, another article that my boy Bolts is going to talk about. Uh, I'm somewhat of a fan of this series, but Bolts, um, this was like his shit back in the day. Like this was like one of the main games he used to play. So with it coming back, I'm handing it to you. Uh, this the, the, this next article is about Odd World. Um, I don't know if anybody or Oddworld came out on the original Xbox back in the day. Yeah. Um, and eventually transitioned over to the PS2. Um, but this was one of the this was one of the funnest games, awkward games, odd games that you've ever played. It mm. was just it was it was so much fun. You know, they they had um <clears throat> excuse me. Um it was just it was it was a two D's it was it was just it was so much fun. I I don't it was and that's the best way I can put it. It was just, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was different. It was something you hadn't seen. It was these little creatures. It was just, it was fun, just good, wholesome fun. Yeah. Um. And 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 this Odd World Soulstorm, which is coming out. Um, well, let me say something. Yes. Because you you confused me at first. Odd World originally came out in 1997 on the PS1 and PC. Did it really? Yes. Abe's or Abe's, Abe's Odyssey. Odyssey. It did. Yes. It yes. Did. Okay. Then there was Abe's. Exodus, which came out on PS1 and PC on in '98, um, and then see that I swear I only I always thought I only saw it on the Xbox because that's what I played it on. Um, what was it? Munch's Odyssey, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey came out in 2001 on Xbox, and then Stranger's Wrath. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath came out on Xbox. Uh, that, then that's what I may have been talking about. Yeah, because, yeah. But the, you had a PlayStation back in the day. Didn't I you? did have a PlayStation, but that right there wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't read or play those games until I had an original Xbox. Oh, okay. Because on the PS One days, I was. It was all about Final Fantasy. Did that ever come out to the Xbox? Though I don't think it did. No, not not those, but M- Munch's Odyssey. And those, that, that's the first one I played. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, you... Yeah, because, yeah, Because okay. two, yeah, yeah. 2001, I was still a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So, Munch's Odyssey was awesome. He had that little thing on his exactly, head. Exactly, dude. It was and great. Shit. And yeah, I remember awesome. it, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was fucking great. Yeah. But just the series as a whole... It's fun it's as shit. It's fucking It's fun just good, shit. wholesome yeah. fun. It's awkward little little creatures running all over the place. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Oddworld Soulstorm is, of course, is coming out. I had the first teaser trailer out. Um, if you get a chance, go run, run over to Sun and Links and Sun and Links. I always say sudden. It's okay. <laughs> it's sudden. Yeah, right. Sun and Links. And uh, check it out. Check out the first t- uh, teaser trailer. Um, it's going to bring 3D graphics with the 2D plane, which is going to be a side-scrolling game, uh, which I absolutely love. Um, one of the best 2D, 2D side-scrolling games that I've played in the past couple of years, of course, is fucking Cuphead. Um, oh my god, bro! Cuphead was so good. Uh, it's so fucking hard, yeah. but um, it but, is ridiculous. Yeah, hard. but just 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 looking at the 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 screenshots and the gameplay and the graphics, it's gonna it looks really really fun. Yeah. Looks really really great. Yeah. I'm excited that they're bringing this back. Um, and just to let you know, all out of, out of the entire Abe series, which it's not a big series, but it's like I said, good wholesome fun. It sold about 15 million games. Which yeah. is which is not bad for what this game is. Hey, no, is. no, no. For what this is, it's pretty freaking exactly. awesome. Exactly. So, yeah. 
Um, hell yeah, bring it back. I and and I will say I will play this game. Look at that view. I know, dude. Look at it. It's oh, fucking awesome. Man. It looks like, it, looking it, at you a, know what it looks like? It looks like an old, like, 700-year-old avatar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, yeah. From, yeah, uh, yeah, from, yeah, avatar. from avatar. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're looking at pictures of Abe and um, some of the other characters. And, man, I am so excited for this game, bro. I am so, so ready for this game. I think it's going to be fantastic. It's like what Bolt said. It's, it, it's going to have that 3D... Great graphics, but it's also going to have that two two D side scrolling style gameplay. Yeah. So um, it's it's going to be really really fun, and, and I'm telling it, you, give it a chance. It will. And and you got to remember that you know when, when you're playing as Abe, a Abe Abe doesn't fight. He doesn't no. he doesn't handle enemies well. Mm -hmm. So throughout these games and throughout the entire you know Abe's Odyssey and Odyssey stuff like that. You have to you, you you have to figure out different ways to defeat your enemies through stealth, yeah. through puzzles, yep. through dealing with the environment, and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. Um, so it's 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 going to be fun. Um, these are this is the type of game I would definitely recommend to your kids. That if you don't like the kids playing with violent games mm -hmm. and so on and so forth, like I said, Abe is Abe is fun to play with. So yeah. Um, now also to remind you guys, if you haven't ever played the original. Um, Abe's Odyssey. You can actually play um, Odd World New and Tasty, which came out um, a few years back. Um, I think last year, year before last. Um, it is out now on PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Steam. Um, and it is a... Actually, bro, wow, it came out 2016. So years are going by way too fast. But um, before you know it, tomorrow I'll be graduating. <laughs> You and me? Are we back in high school now? I Let's said tomorrow. Oh, I thought you said tomorrow we're going to be graduating. I'm like, <laughs> anyways. So it is a. Um, this is literally a remastered version of the original game, um, and it is available now. And actually, I think if you would have got it in time, it was free for all PlayStation Plus users. It was. So, um, I, I, and after I saw it, I had just missed it. I was oh, pissed. Oh, no, bro. I was pissed. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, so this next story is pretty crazy, and it's going to tie in with another story. Activision will not have a booth at E3 2019. Activision is yet another publisher choosing not to have a major presence at E3 this year. Activision will not have a booth. The publisher has confirmed after final floor plans of the show floor were unearthed. Many wonder why none of them include Activision. It turns out there won't be Activision space this year. The company told Games Industry that while it won't have a traditional booth, it will be at the show taking meetings and talking to the press, which well, we are in the works right now, hopefully, to have a, a little discussion with them about some of the stuff they're working on. Um, but let me say this to you guys. This year is going to be a little crazy. Uh, there is supposedly one of the craziest and most exciting Call of Duty games um, to ever be released that's supposed to be coming out. And everybody thinks it's going to be a Modern Warfare title. Uh, um, yeah, it is. Now, 2020's Call of Duty um, may be uh, now developed by Treyarch instead of Sledgehammer. From what they're saying, the it has been, I guess, officially announced... 
um, in a report that Activision has released at least one of Call of Duty. Oh, I was reading the wrong part. I'm sorry. <laughs> Activision has notified Sledgehammer that I guess because of delays and some issues mm -hmm. with their version of Call of Duty 2020, um, that Treyarch is taking over. And it is said now in speculation that Black Ops 5 will be the game that they are going to release. Now, it's also said that Black Ops 5, will, from reliable sources, will have a story mode. There will be a story mode in the game. There will probably be another free-for-all mode, I'm sure. But um, there yeah. will be a story mode in the game. Then, then that, puts, that puts Sledgehammer into the PS5, Xbox, whatever exactly. you're going to name it. Yep. For, for launch consoles I'm down and let's have let's have Sledgehammer since they're so amazing at working on games like World War 2 let's have Sledgehammer do a Call of Duty game that's based in Vietnam again I'm down no you don't want to do that no I was just you know me bro yeah, I know, I know. Which, you know which one I want the one you and you and TJ shot down my Call of Duty Roman Warfare oh my God. I am you got that in the zombies bro I, I didn't yes you did I still have guns <laughs> I didn't get it. And I'm going to tell you right now, bro, I haven't picked up Black Ops 4 in, in a little bit of time. It's still downloaded on my system, but I haven't played it in a bit. I almost, I almost bought World War II the other day and went back and played it. Oh, bro, if you do it, I'll re-download it. I may do that. Okay, let's do it. I am so down. Don't play with me, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Son of a bitch. What is that? This is actually the show floor stuff. Oh, of, I was like, uh, what are you E3? looking at, bro? Um... Facebook gaming. That's what we're going to be looking at. God, super. Uh. All right. Uh, so that's from what from what is said, that's one of the reasons. But I think it's also like, you know, they plan on doing some other stuff, too. I personally think this is me. I think they're going to be taking, you know, they're going to be taking press stuff. They're probably going to have maybe, I don't know, maybe secret hands on. <coughs> but. I also think that Sony is going to come up out of nowhere right after E3 and have their own little event, and Activision is going to be there, and they're going to showcase it then. I can definitely see that, bro. So, um, you know, with them having that timed exclusive stuff with Sony, I, th I could see it. So, all right, guys, so with that being said, we're going to move into our music minute, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Microsoft and Sony collaboration. Also going to talk about Skull and Bones, Gears 5, The Last of Us Part 2, James Wan's Mortal Kombat, and lastly, our top five hopes and nopes for E3 
All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that music minute by Tech Industries. So, uh, bolts. What? We got something interesting to talk about. <laughs> that is huge. Microsoft and Sony to collaborate on a cloud-based solution for gaming experiences. It has been officially announced that Microsoft and Sony will be coming together to collaborate on a new cloud-based solution for gaming experiences and AI solutions. The firm has announced today, well, this was actually on Thursday, um, that it would be collaborating on a cloud technology which will support and enhance customers' experiences in entertainment platforms. Microsoft and Sony said the two companies will explore joint development into Microsoft's Azure. Uh, the cloud tech that they have yes. um, to support their retros uh, respective game and content streaming services. Sony will also make use of Microsoft's system and data data center based offerings um, for its game and content streaming services. By working together, the companies aim to deliver more enhanced uh, entertainment experiences for the worldwide consumers. Their efforts will also include building better development platforms for the content creator community. Bro, 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 bro. Sony will also incorporate Microsoft's AI platform and tools in Sony's in Sony consumer products to provide highly intuitive and user-friendly AI experiences. What the fuck is going on? Man, it happened, bro. How many times have we talked about this shit? Many times. How many times have we talked about, especially when Microsoft announced their little collaboration with Nintendo, and you and me were talking, and I'm like, bro, how crazy would that be if they did this shit with PlayStation? And we were like, that shit's never going to happen. What? I, it, it's just, I, I think, for the most part, these gaming companies are getting to the point where it's like, let's just kind of stop fighting one another. And kind of coexist in the gaming yeah. world, because it's because we, you know, like like you said, we've talked about this. I don't know how many fucking times. Whether it's you, me, you, me, TJ, you, me, TJ, Zach, you, me, TJ, Austin, and Matthew, and this other person <laughs> over here, it doesn't matter. We have talked about this multiple, multiple times, and I guarantee you, everyone else around the gaming world has discussed this multiple fucking times, just, yeah. and 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 discussed it in just a general discussion. The gaming companies at some point, yes, they're still going to make their consoles. They're still going to do it because they still got to make money, people. Mm -hmm. Okay, regardless of what we want to say, say, and say, you're like, well, they just make one console. That's not going to happen. But just like Microsoft and Nintendo have come together for uh, the Game Pass, you know, mm -hmm. Microsoft and Sony, excuse me, are, co are coming together as well, right? So. It's it's not necessarily a a togetherness of the consoles or the gaming um, devices that they're using, but these but these companies are finding ways to coexist to help each other for the future, and that's exactly what this is. So mm. I mean, props to Microsoft, props to Sony, and I'll even throw my uh, props to Nintendo, even though they're not in this 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 this, this collaboration. Excuse me. Um, but you know they get in they get in the hands hands and feet with with Microsoft oh, yeah. first. So I mean, congrats to both of these for these companies to come together to find a way to coexist for the betterment of the gaming community. So congrats to you two. It is super crazy that this is happening, um, and I'm just excited, dude, because 
You know, I really do think, me and Matt Quadsey kind of talked about this the other day. I think this is not just um, in the aspect of, hey, well, let's really better ourselves. I think it's in the aspect of, like, they saw Stadia, and they were like, wait a second. Yeah. (laughs) So, because you really think about it, like, Microsoft has been talking about getting into this game for a while, and Sony has gotten into this game, and it hasn't been extremely successful. You know what I'm saying? But like with their with with Microsoft's cloud tech and their <clears throat> AR like their AI like interface and data center and all this other stuff, like they were just finally um and I bro, you know me, man. I'm a big Sony fanboy, but like they were finally smart. They were finally like, fuck, let's just do it. Let's just work with them. Let's get this stuff lined out. And let's, you know, let's work together on this shit because that's the only way we're going to make something big out of this. That's it. Like, how can you, how can you evolve and get into something crazier in the industry if you don't at least try to work together on something? Uh, Because the gaming industry is never going to go away. It's only going to get bigger. And I'm I'm not saying it's going to get, it's going to be too big for these companies (coughs) to do what they need to do, but... It's 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 gonna it's you're gonna eventually get tired, which they have. You know, I'm not saying tired of of doing. No, but I think you're saying in the aspect of like they're of, of the, they're like okay, we gotta do something different. Exactly. So um, I, like I said, congrats to them and uh, all the more power to them. I'm happy. Yeah, and just like what Bolt said, I'm happy about it. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what they what they are going to do with this technology um, and. I'm kind of glad to see. Um, I'm glad to see like Phil Spencer and Microsoft and them be like, "Hey, you know, okay, cool. You won the console war. You know this this past generation. You did a great job. Y'all sales were great, and, and we're really happy for you. But uh, like, you know, Stadia is coming, and we got to do something different. So." How about we just work together? How about we try to do this? How about there's a possibility that we can actually work something out and do real cross-platform play on AAA titles that are not going to affect our sales anyways? That's it. There's people that like PlayStation. There's people that like Xbox. Um, so let's just fucking do it. And, and as, as much as the exclusives and stuff like that, um, I'll tell you right now, the, the, the big, well, the, if not the biggest reason why Sony outsold as much as they did to the Microsoft was 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 the price right off the bat. No ifs, ands, or buts. And that's the reason why the Xbox 360 um, outsold yeah. the PlayStation 3. Because the PlayStation 3 was like, $4.99. <laughs> Chirp. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's honestly the reason. and But it's also the fact of, you know, like... It, it was just a weird thing. It was, and that's a just that's the best way of just transitioning into something else. So, um, it was just crazy. Another super weird, but I guess okay thing. Um, Skull and Bones has been delayed again. Um, it will be releasing in quarter four. Um, so. Originally set to come out autumn 2018, Skull and Bones was pushed back until the 2019-2020 physical year. Now, <clears throat> it's set to release in 2020-2021. So Ubisoft just says it is postponed after the 2019-2020 um, 
original release date, this means that we can probably expect the game to come out sometimes between April 1st of 2020 or March 31st of 2021. Next-gen consoles ready. My thing is this, bro. I played this game at E3 last year, and I fucking loved it. And, and, and see, that's the thing. I, I've, I've talked to several people who... Um, who have played the, who played this game as well, yeah. and um, I mean it. Ge- it gives and, and a lot of these a lot of these people like love this game because they love Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. The if you haven't played Black Flag, you should you should. I'm not saying commit suicide, <laughs> but think about your I'm life. Sorry choices. that I actually like good Assassin's Creed games. I'm done talking about. This. <laughs> TJ Spray Spray, where the fuck are you at? Uh, yeah, no, listen. The, 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 ship, the ship part, the boat part, whatever you want to call it in Black Flag, yeah. was really, really great. It was, yeah, it was. It was well done on so many levels. Yep. And they have taken that and put it in this game and they just have expanded it. And I guarantee you, if you loved and enjoyed Black Flag of any kind of the, of, of the boat part, the ship part, the whatever part of that, you're going to fucking love this. And, and what I really like, I think, I'm glad they're pushing it back because this is going to be a make or break. It's it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. I don't yeah, think that, th- that I totally agree with that, bro. I don't, think there, yeah. I don't think there'll be any middle ground with this because you have ships and water or you have dink, dinkies and, 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 a, and a river. This is what you have. A, a now, I, I will tell you one thing that I did not like about it. Um I didn't like the fact that there was not a way of ever getting off the ship. Um, And that is actually something, even though I don't like the game much, that's actually something that I kind of admire about Skull and Bones. You know what I'm saying? Is that, like, it... You can... You are a full-on pirate. Right. You know? So, uh, Skull and Bones. Oh, my God. Sea of Thieves. Um, In Sea of Thieves, you are a full-on pirate. And you can go and do this and this. And maybe that's the reason why they're pushing this back. Maybe they're trying to make it a little bit more kind of like that or make it a more kind of like in-depth. And, 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 th- and see, that could be another. They're pushing it back to, put, to, to make it bigger, to make it better, yeah. to make it lively, where you can eventually go on these little islands and stuff like that, dig for treasure, all that shit. Because Skull and Bones, I tell you right now, if it's just, if it's just ships battling, it will be lackluster. Yeah. You've got to add another dynamic to it. Even fucking Sea of Thieves, as much as shitty as that is, at least you can go to different islands and look for treasure. Yeah. And fight and fight stuff on the islands. Yeah. Um, but if, if, if they're pushing this back and adding more stuff to this and then eventually you know, go back and recoding and doing this and this for a next-gen console release, mm-hmm. it'll be amazing. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, and I, I, I think that I think that it's a good thing it's pushed back because from what is being said, Ubisoft has a total of three AAA titles that they're, they're releasing very soon. Um, it is said that uh, all three of these are slated slated in like the quarter four of their of this year, I think, possibly. This year is supposed to have three games. So I'm thinking maybe like I think it maybe E three may be pretty huge for Ubisoft. Like the announcement of like Watch Dogs three, um, the announcement of the release date for Beyond Good and Evil Two, uh, and then maybe the rebirth of Splinter Cell. I don't know. Well, there is what is it? Ghost Recon 
Breakthrough? Breakthrough? Yeah. Not excited for that. <laughs> no. No. Not, not at, at all. Least. It looks cool, man. It looks really awesome, but I love you, Ubisoft. <laughs> 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 but um, I will say one of the greatest things about um, Assassin's Creed um, recently that I played was uh, with Odyssey was the ship. Like being able to like get on the oceans and take on these other ships and whatever. That was really cool. And I mean, no joke, like bolts talked me into that aspect because I didn't like that. You know, like the the ships and whatever yeah, on Odyssey. Yeah. Like I didn't really like that at all. Um, I didn't think that it was uh, very... At first, I was like, "Nah, bro. Like, that's not what I liked. I, I didn't Dude, like every time. I, every time I watched you play, that's all the fuck you were doing was up. But on then the, exactly, on the then I got ship. used to it, and I was like, "Fuck, this is amazing." <laughs> Especially whenever you had like the female assassins on yeah. your boat, yeah. oh, bro. Um, so, Bolt, you want to talk about this next topic? It's just well, it's just <laughs> Gears Five. <laughs> just Gears Five. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if if not the biggest, other than Halo, the biggest Xbox exclusive that they can produce uh gears 5 finally has a release date um box well, art leaked yeah well yeah yeah release but, date and box art may have been leaked yeah so um you know of course if if you played four uh you know that uh kate diaz is the is the is the main pro, uh, protagonist yeah um which if you don't know who kate is or his or her father then you don't need to play gears 5 oh. i don't think i like you very much <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um, faces. <laughs> one but, of the greatest trailers. Of all it was, time. it was. Um, and of course, uh, the 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 box art leaked. It's got Kate. It's got Phoenix. It's got his son. It's got friends. It's got another Carmine, of course, as you can tell with his helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the, it's Carmine. got the Queen uh, Queen Memoria, I believe, uh, Myra, um, yeah. the Locust Queen. So, Bitch. which is which is you know, if you played the played four. Strangely human, so it kind of makes you think a little bit. I, I, when I was playing Gears Four, I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm excited. It's it's a continuation of the story. I'm glad. As much as I love Marcus Phoenix and stuff like that, I'm glad they're kind of slewing away from him. And I'm really happy that they didn't go to his son as a main story driven character. Yeah, I actually agree with that, bro. Um, so um, I'm ready for Gears Five. Let's bring it on. Where whenever it's uh, it, it suggests it'll be out September 10th. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a little bit later. I think it'll Kate be closer Diaz. to the holiday season, but that is just me. Yeah. Um, and if that's the box art, I think they could do a little something else. <laughs> but it looks a little norm. It does. It does. But hey, bring it on. Let's go. Let's continue yeah. my story. Um, it looks pretty awesome. I'm excited, and uh, you know, me and Bolts and Katie have all been fully and officially confirmed to be at the Xbox press conference. So excited to see Bolts's reaction when we get there. My God, listen to me, guys. My biggest thing was thinking like, I'm like, man, if Bolts goes. He's a big Xbox fan. Are we still going to be friends after we leave the Xbox press conference? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Microsoft's going to kick everyone's ass this year. I'm just <laughs> telling you. Yeah, yeah. And, because and, they're the only ones at the event. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was supposed to say that, fucker. <laughs> they're the only ones at E3. You suck no. ball. We're going to get there. It's going to be green everywhere. Uh, right? Hey, I'm down. And like I'm in totally the far down. back corner, you're going to see like this red ring of death. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I am excited, though, because speaking of that, we can kind of talk about this uh, a little bit more. Um, the, the floor plans have supposedly been leaked. Um, now, in the South Hall, we see Warner, Brother Rea- uh, Warner Brothers Interactive. We see Ubisoft, Square Enix, 2K, Epic Games, Capcom. Um, we also see... Uh, Facebook Gaming, which they had a really big booth last year. National Video Game Museum is going to be there. Awesome. That'd be cool. Yes, I'm really down for seeing that. THQ Nordic, um, Bandai Namco, which we've got some stuff scheduled with Bandai Namco that I'm pretty excited about. I can't see the other smaller ones, but Bethesda has a really large booth um, on the South Hall. Um, Now, also... um, what else? There is in the West Hall, um, we got Nintendo of America, which had a really large booth last year. They then had we two got, spots. Look at that. Yeah, two huge spots. Then we have uh, Sega, Oculus, um, and we have, of course, some of the you know run-of-the-mill other stuff. Um, we got, hey, E3 Network. Networking Lounge. Oh, that sounds exciting. I'm so ready, bro. Give me coffee. Unreal Garden, which I don't know what that is. But this is possibly what is going to be leaked out. But my thing is, you know, I'm sure that they are going to do the best that they can to make it, you know, the best possible. They're going to have to. And the the people that are there, they're really going to have to bring something with a bang because there's so many people that are not going to be there. Yeah. They, so, and mind you too, um, that anyone that's listening right now, if you are going to E3 as just a, you know, um, a gamer, um, you know, there's one thing you need to know. The Xbox, uh, the reason why Xbox is not like present on that show floor is because Xbox will be at the Xbox theater. Yes. So there will be, you know, of course, we'll be at the press conference. But when Xbox, um, when Xbox or when E3 launches and opens to the public or whatever, uh, and you want to try that out, if you have your badge, head over to the Xbox um, theater and you'll be able to play the games that they have available. Now, last year I had I had a bunch of appointments and I didn't even think about it until later. And I was like, damn, I didn't even go to the Xbox theater at all. So um, things are going to be different this year, though. Bolts. Ain't they? Ain't they gonna be different? So let me say this: a lot of these articles that we have been using are from uh, cited from VG twenty four seven. So big shout out to them as always. Secondly, good job, guys. Thank you. <laughs> the Last of Us Part Two release, thank you, is approaching as the game nears the end of its development. A lot of awesome points have opened up here, and it has been pretty much officially announced by the co-game director at Naughty Dog um, that the game, like open positions of the game, well, actually, open positions at the studio. There's a good, I know, there's a good (laughs) chunk of open positions that are at the studio right now. Um, But there is, uh, it says, it seems like, Every other week, there's a news story at this point to when we'll finally find out when The Last of Us 2 is coming out. We heard a rumor from a credible source that we'd get an update before E3 of this year, which hasn't really mesmerized us as of yet. But a recent tweet from Naughty Dog developer might point to evidence that the game is close to finalization. To provide context, Last of Us 2 co-director Anthony Newman sent out a particular tweet with some evidence that we 
might be seeing the game soon. A lot of awesome positions open to help us close out this game. So I'm thinking <coughs> they have open positions right now. So I am honestly thinking that this game is going to release in the... Uh, I think this game is going to release late 2020 and be a dual launch for PS4 and PS5. I think it'll just be a PS4. Really? Yes. Hmm. Because only for the fact that I don't think the PS5 will launch early next year. I think it'll be mid to late. M mid to late what? Like, like? No, no, no. I wasn't saying early. I'm saying like maybe... I'm saying, did I say early? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I meant like, I'm thinking maybe like past summer. Like they're going to officially show off gameplay release and if, maybe like September if, or November. If, if Last of Us comes out at that time, then yes, I can see a dual launch. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, but this is exciting news. And I mean, and the gameplay and stuff that we've seen so far, I'm kind of glad that we haven't seen a lot of it because, you know, as things go, there's a lot of times that we see it and we're like, oh, it's exciting. And then we don't see anything else for some time. And then it comes up. It's like, hey, here's more gameplay. You're like, oh, cool. Oh, it's not releasing until next year. So that's kind of my thing with like Skull and Bones. Like we saw the original release trailer mm -hmm. uh, or announcement trailer. Then I got to play it last year and I'm like, this shit's coming out next year, bro. This shit is going to be sick. And then now it's getting pushed off. So I'm kind of like, oh. What is going on? What's happening? What's coming on? So, uh, Bolt, you want to talk about this next one? It's what? pretty fantastic news. What is it? About Mortal Kombat the movie. Mortal Kombat the movie. Oh, my God. James Wan has produced. I'm just playing. Listen up. Okay, Mortal Kombat movies uh, is, is scheduled for production, if not already in production. Um, James Wan is, is James Wan, if you don't know who that is. Uh, Fast and Furious series. Um, he had his hand in that. They're also, uh, all, also alongside him will be uh, veterans Larry Kasanoff from the '95 Mortal Kombat and what? And E. Bennett Walsh would had his hand in Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh my God, bro! So, so if we I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm not worried about Kill Bill Two. Larry Kasanoff or whatever was one of the main dudes or one of the big guys that oversaw the '95 film. Yeah. Um, oh so it's just, if, if, if you got three big, you got big three heads who are going to come in and I think going to do this some justice and, <laughs> and James, like I said, James Wan is, 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 is the best as they come as making a series of a certain movie. So we could have a Mortal Kombat 11 before we know it. Yeah. As far as film series. Um, you know, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I think it's been long overdue for a, for a, I don't want to say a video game movie because they're so catchy and they're so yeah. But there's there's this is different. It is different because of who is going to have their fingers in it. Well, so. this is my thing, bro. First off, James Wan totally shocked me with Aquaman. Okay, How, really? Like no, but like listen, bro, like. I, James Wan wasn't even on my Richter scale, bro. Like, he wasn't even, like, okay, Fast Furious, cool, wow, awesome. You know, but, like, he he did Fast 7, didn't he? Or Furious 7? Like, yeah, he was, so, yeah, so. but he's, he's mainly known, the, the, 
what's exciting about this news is that he's mainly known for his horror films. So he's known for the Conjuring, Insidious, Saw, um, which some of the best horror flicks you'll ever meet. In bro, your life. but this is my thing. He's directing Mortal Kombat. It's it, it's being shot in Australia, so we're gonna get some crazy ass, you know, landscapes. Also, <laughs> what is even more nuts about this is that he has a horror background. So maybe for once we're gonna get some crazy ass fatalities up in this movie, some gory ass fatalities. And that's and that and that's fucking awesome. And they're gonna take perspective from Larry from the ninety five Mortal Kombat. But you know who's really gonna have the martial arts down is going to be E. Bennett from Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. Of so, course. Oh, it's going to be great, dude. Bro. I'm really excited for this, and I'm telling you guys right now, I think that this movie is, is possibly going to be on the Richter scale of like Mortal Kombat 11 for me. Like The, the storyline from Mortal Kombat 9 to 11, I, I said it even in my Mortal Kombat 11 review. I'm like, damn, if we don't ever get a movie then I am totally fine with that because the storyline was so good. So I, I got some pretty good feelings. But, guys, we're going to take a quick music minute once again, and once we come back, we're going to talk about our hopes and nopes of E3 2019, what we are excited for and what we don't want to see. We'll be back right after this. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that music minute. It's brought to you by Tech Industries, so definitely make sure to check them out. Um, we are ready. Uh, this is something that we kind of did on Cinelinks. I didn't ever get a chance to sit down and really dive into mine, and Bolts has just been too crazy to even list his on the Cinelinks <laughs> article. Uh, he's had all kinds of shit going on. 
So we're going to move into our top five hopes and nopes for E3 2019. So, Bolts. What? Let's go with your top five hopes for E3 2019. Um, More or less, <coughs> I don't necessarily I have a top five, but I will tell you what I'm kind of... I, I, I really, 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 really want. Really. Um, and first and foremost... I think Xbox, whether it's with whoever the fuck they pan up with, mm-hmm. Ninja Theory, the Sandbox, fucking whatever else, Obsidian, I don't give a shit, but I think and strongly feel I want something of Fable. Whether it's going to be this gen console, which I don't think it will be, yeah. but I, it, they need to give something because you, you bought all these companies. You bought all these glorious companies to make all this glorious shit, and... You have Gears and you have Halo. Now, those are great, but they're also slowly, slowly, slowly dying away because they've been around for so fucking long. They need, we need something fresh. We need something to entice, to, 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 put, to, to send with that new console that you're supposed to be giving us. Yeah. Um, that is my biggest, my biggest thing. I, I, I think Microsoft needs to bring something along with that. Uh-huh. Um, I'll say number two. Bethesda, you better bring me something, brother. You better bring something hard and strong. You know, I bring the BBC if you got to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bring it. You've got you've got to give me something. Fallout 76 <laughs> was a fucking disaster. I don't care what anybody says. I'm sorry, Bethesda. You are known for the greatness that you are, but that was shit. All right, I played Legends out the ass. Great. It's okay. amazing. It's amazing. But I need something from Skyrim. Oh, excuse me. Elder Scrolls 6. And I, fe- I I really, really, really want to see. I don't care if it's screenshots. I don't care if it's a 15-second Minuteman, re- Minuteman reel. But I want to know something about Starfield. Yeah. So freaking bad. Yeah. Um, that's – that. Uh, honestly, those are my uh, – I'll, I'll give it number three. Sony, you better bring something for Final Fantasy 7. You, I, you say Sony. Square Enix. Square Enix. <laughs> well, I, the reason I say Sony is because Final yeah. Fantasy for the Well, long- let me tell you this. Uh, speaking of that, you know, supposedly a very trusted source is saying that there is a demo that is in full working form and Square Enix is going to announce that it will be playable at E3. Then that's what the fuck you need to do. Bro, listen to me. Do you understand? Are you kidding me? Who are you talking to, bro? You and me both are going to have to run over there and try that shit. That 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 is that was my third. You've got you've been talking, you have been massaging the nuts <laughs> for like 10 years. <laughs> you have got to bring us something. Oh my god. I mean, look, look how look how big the Square Enix booth is yeah. right there. So, you've got to bring that. You've got to bring it hard. Yeah. Um and of course, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there because we just recently talked about it. EA, bring me something for NC Top <laughs> It's not going to happen. Um, but bring crazy. it to me, right? Yeah. Um, am I want? Am, am I not? I, I don't necessarily have a lot of knots because I'm a Microsoft fan. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my knots have happened for the past five years. Mm-hmm. And I want Microsoft to bring fucking everything. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to be like, well, I don't want this. Because I haven't had this, you know. I want this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And the reason I want it so bad is because you haven't brought shit to me for the past five years. Yeah. So, 
it's it's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of knots there's there's really no knots for me because I want it all. I want you okay. to feel feel my chest cavity. My I want to hold everything you got in my bosom and caress it. Jesus Christ, um, sweet love. <laughs> All right, well, my sexual chocolate. (laughs) All right, my hopes um, are my hopes that are we're we're posting an article on Cinelinks very soon that's going to have our hopes for E3. Um, And maybe. Oh, wait, wait. (gasps) Hold on, fucker. You know, we saw a little bit of that fucking. um, Scared the fuck out of me. What what, what the fuck? It was a Minecraft. um, um, Hightail. Oh yeah, yeah, bro! You talking about like the adventure Minecraft yes, game? Yes, oh my yes. god, bro! I want to see that. Well, you know they have the like they're gonna have the PC gaming show, or whatever. But um, I don't think Hytale released I, yet. Do you? I remember one of the last times you were talking about it. I think you said it was still in beta. I think so, but um, I would or love to see it. Or it has a beta coming. I would soon. love to see it again. See oh a little bit more. Oh my god, bro! Because this Hold is. Up. We got to look at this trailer real quick, bro. And another thing too, like right here, look at it, man. Yeah, dude, this trailer launched December, uh, of 2018. It's got 47 million views on it because it look, it, look at it. It's so fucking great. Yeah, dude. And yeah. I mean, third, third person battling ogres and building your oh own my village. God, I forgot why you and me were so excited yes, about this. Dude. This bitch better come to console, bro. I'm telling you. Look how awesome this looks. Yes. What? Hightail. Guys, check it out. Hightail. Go on YouTube. Search Hightail. If you are like an old school right, Minecraft right. player, exactly. um, like that's one of the things that I really wanted to see with... That's one of the things I really wanted to see with um, Minecraft is like an actual adventure style RPG game. Um, and... Like, I mean, I think there was an adventure mode that was kind of launched, but this game is still in the beta, um, or it's the beta hasn't even launched yet. I don't know, bro, but I know that I am very excited for this game. And damn, Bolts. Yes. Damn. What is wrong with you, bro? What do you mean? Fuck. You're going to make me think about this game all the time I'm now. telling I you, totally dog, forgot it's going to be that. fucking Fuck great. shit. Well, there's one of my hopes right there. I agree with Bolts. I want to see Hytale. I totally forgot about that game. I think it's going to be a great, great title. Um, another one of my hope uh, hopes, NCAA, something. Like, even if we're at You can EA, bring college softball. I don't give a shit. I'll play the fuck <laughs> out of it. Bro, even if we're at EA Play and they, like, they do some type of announcement or something, um, and they're like, oh, well, you know, it, it's in the works. This or like oh we're we're talking with the NCAA. Yeah, just tickle my sphincter. I don't care. Just a little bit, just a small, hey, small little tad. Rage got a game. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Oh, come on, you've never seen uh, Scary Movie two? Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the okay. crown is under the bed. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Uh, excuse me. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> you should have saw his face. Yo. Um. It was ridiculous. So another one of my hopes is uh, to be able to sit down and check out some CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. See, I was going to put that on there, but I'm already way too hyped for it. I just, it's just. You're like, I can't even It's talk in about my blood. It. Yeah. And of course, I'm right there with Bolts. One of my, another one of my hopes is 
Just something. I mean, just even if it's like a smigget for both of these games, Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. Just a smidget, please. Tell me something good. <sighs> so my nopes. My first and biggest nope. Don't be a douchebag. If you are a fan of gaming and you see something that is announced, don't go on social media and start shit talking it and trashing it. Don't go on to their the, the developer's YouTube page and comment on there and talk shit. Let's be positive, guys. For real, I'm sick and tired of seeing this shit. Like, it is one thing if the game launches and, and we pay X amount of dollars for it and we're like, okay, it was not good. But just don't be, don't sign a petition, okay? That's all I'm asking. He said don't sign a petition. Fuck. Man, for real, dude. Like the 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 fan base. Like we're listen. It's like the like the the saying goes. You know, the consumer's always right. It's that's wrong. That that's that's changed over the last few years. You can't always say the fans are always right. So I think the fans need to have a voice. But sometimes we need to back off. And that's that's how I've, I really do feel about this year. You know, it's going to be a different year for E3 and the ESA, so let's just give it a chance, okay? Uh, another nope of mine. I do not want to go to a press event that has a dancing segment. You don't want to... No. Of course you would. Like, it would not surprise me if we go somewhere and there's, like, a dancing segment and I turn around and you're up there getting down. You're down tonight? You're like, I'm down. I'm doing it. Um, so, I just don't know, bro. I don't know. I just don't want to see another dancing segment. If it has nothing to do with the game, I don't want to see it. So, uh, and my last, but not uh, who, least. Who was the group no. for Bethesda last year? Andrew WK. Andrew WK. Oh, what are you doing, bro? Andrew WK. Uh, this is bad. <laughs> oh, Andrew. Party. Let's party. Um, so, uh, my last nope. Um, my last note, man, it, it has to kind of do with the first note, but it doesn't. If you are going to E3 2019, do not, and I repeat, do not be an asshole in line. I saw it last year. I saw people throwing fits, tripping out, acting foolish, um, you know, E3 has changed and the public is there. There's only a certain amount of public, but there's a lot of people that are paying a lot of money to go to this event and play certain games that they wouldn't be able to play anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? No, I, like I, last I year, you. the big draw was kingdom hearts. Like even when it was just the press hour, there was a ton of press lined up that didn't have any type of chance of like sitting down with square Enix for this. Right. So, um, it's the same exact thing this year. If you're going and you're taking a gamer pass, or even if you're going as with an industry pass or a media pass, don't be a dickhead. Like, if you're waiting in line, just understand you gotta wait in line. <coughs> you know, if you got a media pass or an industry pass, don't be a dickhead to people that have gamer passes. You know, those people are there because they're excited. There's probably some people that are going to this that are like me whenever I went last year that are like, oh my God, I've always wanted to come to E3. I'm very excited. Um, so just try to be chill, try to have fun and understand that this is all something that we are all excited to do. So anyways, guys, this is the 263rd episode of the second opinion podcast. Big shout outs to all 
of the listeners. Shout out to my boy TJ, a.k.a. Spray Spray. Congratulations, Home Slice. That's right. Market manager in Palestine, Texas. He's coming back, guys. And that means there's could could be some possibilities of him popping in on the show. Menage toi, bitches. That's right. I am down, man. So, anyways, guys, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at Cinelinks.com. Peace out, guys. Peace. <laughs>